Welcome to the Markets in Motion podcast, recorded April 30th, 2020. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today, we're talking about the rebound in U.S. equities that's been in place since late March. We've recently spent time digging into the narrative driving the late March-April rebound in the S&P, plus the historical playbook for past rebounds in the stock market coming out of recessions, as well as those that occurred during prior QE periods. Just about every investor conversation I've had over the past few weeks has involved the investor asking me why in the world stocks keep going up when we're on the cusp of seeing such horrifically bad economic data, and this piece really tackles that question head-on. Two big takeaways. First, this analysis tells me that the rebound in U.S. equities that's been underway since March 23rd is legitimate, driven by more good news than bad news in recent weeks. But I also think the rally is quite fragile. I expect U.S. equities to remain choppy in coming months. Second, the magnitude of the move in the U.S. equity market so far and the composition of leadership are mostly in line with the recovery trades associated with past recessions. Let's jump into some of the details. Takeaway number one, the rebound has been legitimate, but it's also been very fragile. When we think about the specific catalysts that have been driving U.S. equities up, it's really been all about the improved outlook for the virus, faith in the Fed, the belief the recession will be of short duration, and excitement over reopening the economy. The news flow, quite simply, has been more good than bad in recent weeks, giving investors who have been eager to buy the dip a reason to add new names to their portfolio. That being said, I think it's premature to assume we're out of the woods just yet. We saw stocks lose momentum in mid-April briefly when the possibility and wisdom of some of the developments I noted earlier were called into question. A second wave of infections and the idea that it will take a long time to get back to normal are clearly on the minds of a lot of investors I speak with, and that's just not priced into the stock market right now. I also think that a lot of things have to go perfectly from here on the economic side to keep this rally going. Any evidence that the economy will continue to deteriorate beyond 2Q could cause stocks to turn lower quickly. A lack of visibility on earnings also seems likely to keep conditions choppy in coming months. Takeaway number two. The rebound that's occurred between March 23rd and the April 29th close has been mostly a textbook recovery trade in three ways. First, if the economy does begin to climb out of its hole in 3Q, history suggests that March 23rd is a reasonable timing to achieve a low in the stock market. Bottoms in stocks tend to occur shortly before recessions end. The S&P found a floor two to six months, four on average, before the recessions of 1991, 2001, and 08-09 ended. Second, the magnitude of the move seen so far conforms with the historical playbook around recoveries. From the mid-recession trough in the stock market to its six months high after the recession ended, the S&P posted a median and average rally of 34% and 41%. So far, the S&P is already up 31% from its March 23rd low. And third, the composition of market leadership in the rebound has also mostly conformed with the historical playbook around recovery trades. Small caps have recently started to outperform, and within large cap, consumer discretionary, industrials, materials, low ROE or low quality, and high short interest have been among the outperforming areas, while consumer staples and communication services have lagged. These are all trends that are typically seen in past recession recovery trades. 
a lot of these, small cap leadership and leadership by industrials, materials, and consumer discretionary, are also trends that we saw during the QE periods that followed the financial crisis. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to keep up with our latest thoughts, please reach out to your RBC representative or subscribe to our research on RBC Insight. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Music